Rabbi Sai, good morning, a good Arab Shabbos. Arab Shabbos Kaidish Parshas Vayera Tufshin Pebez. Today we are uh, also the yard site of the great Godel, Rav Shach Zechatzalik Levracha, the 20th yard site. And there's no question that it's really hard to believe that it's been 20 years since he was Nifter. And I myself was Zoha to have a close relationship with him. So hopefully we'll say over a few stories and mices about him today as well. Get Chizuk. We also, uh, on the other side of the coin, we were Zoha this week to a beautiful, beautiful simcha of a, a wedding of a granddaughter of ours, Miriam Tzivia Margolius, or as we lovely, lovingly call her, Tzivi, to her chassan Shlomo, Shlomo Feiler. Now she's Tzivi Feiler. So first of all, we want to give a bracha to them. And we hope that the words that we say today should be Le'ilu Nishmas Rav Shach and also should be L'schus, the young couple, that they should have a good life, a long life, a healthy life. They should be able to build a bias name of Yisrael. I want to say over today, usually I go through a, a variety of vertlach on the parsha, and I speak a little bit more about the overview of the parsha. Today we're going to try to zero in literally on maybe two or three psukim, and on one particular point, Negea, to the parsha, and specifically to Avram Avinu. And in this week's parsha, we're all familiar with the stories from the beginning of the parsha to the end of the parsha. The beginning of the parsha speaks about Avram Avinu, who just had a recent operation, and he's waiting in the tent, and the three angels come, and each one comes for a different mission. Different mission. Avram Avinu feeds them, he takes care of them, he does tremendous chesed, and then they ask where is Sarah, uh, she's at Tzanua, she's hiding, and they reveal that she is going to have a child, and, um, and Avram Avinu, you can imagine, a tremendous basura, it's going to come about in a year, which was, according to some shittas, it was Pesach, according to some shittas, it was Sukkot, depending if you're learning the Sukkot in the Daf Hayyami today, and these days you can see the Machlokas between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Sarah is laughing, um, and HaKadosh Baruch has tainas against Avram, why is it that Sarah is laughing? Um, is it, does, does, does she not know that HaKadosh Baruch can do anything? And there's all kinds of questions. We're going to deal, we're going to jump a little bit further. Afterwards it says that the, the angels who, the Pasuk calls them Anoshin. We'll soon see what Rashi comments on that. They take an overlook, an overview of Sodom. Uh, just to put it aside, we go off on a tangent for a second, we were Zohar to have a Chasna this week in uh, Mitzpah Yericho, which overlooks Yericho, but on the other side of the mountains is Sodom. So we were in that same area. So I can imagine that the Anoshim, the, the Malachim, were not that far away from uh, where we were, the Ve'eshkifa, Pnei Sdom. And it says, Avram Avinu went with them, he escorted them. And then the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Oh, am I going to hide away from Avram Avinu what I'm going to do? Hashem Avram Avinu is going to be a great nation, he's going to have a great bracha. And I know the vain Pasuk we're going to zero on in a few minutes is, I know that he's going to 
command his children and his house, or the members of the house, who are going to come after him, and they're going to follow. They're going to do tzedakah and mishpat. So I want to be able to bring that bracha to them. Um, and I was bothered, I was learning this a few days ago in shul, I was looking at it at the end of davening, and I was a little bit confused, and Rashi says that Adma Avinu did not know that these were angels. He thought that they were orchim, as, the, as we said before, we commented before, Yekumi Shom why they're called Anoshim, because Avram Avinu did not know that they were angels. And, um, and therefore, he was malava them. And then the Pasuk says immediately afterwards, All this immediately after the Shem says, Oh, am I going to hide away? Uh, am I going to hide this piece of information from Avram? And I was really bewildered. Why, first of all, didn't Hashem tell him earlier? And why Dafka now? Why Dafka at this juxtaposition? Does the Kodesh Baruch feel fit? That he um, that he should reveal to Avram his plan that he's going to destroy Sodom. And um, I asked a first a friend of mine at Talmud Chacham in the base the other day, and he said some sort of interpretation which didn't exactly uh, resonate with me. And this morning I was to see a little vart from the Klei Chemda, and that gave me a little bit of an inspiration. The Klei Chemda is medayik on Pasuk Tezayin. The angels who were called men, they got up, and they overlooked stone, and they were hovering, and they were looking at it. As Rashi says, Every time we see the language of Hashkafa, it always means except for one time in Devarim, which is Hashkifim on Kachacha. The question that the the clay the, the clay asks, why does it have misham They got up from there. We know where they were coming from. They were coming from Avram Avinu's tent. So why does it say about They got up. So the, the clay chemda says, uh, the angels that were the, the two angels that were now left, one of them was supposed to save Lot and one of them was supposed to destroy stone. They were on a mission. And they looked at the place where they came from. The place where they came from was the house of Avram Avinu, the tent of Avram Avinu, which was filled with chesed. They saw all of the amazing things that Avram Avinu did when he was, on, when he was right after the, 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 the bris milah, and he's running ruts, and he's running to get the bucker. And he tells the, 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 the Yishmael what to do. And he prepares the three tongues. He cuts the three animals, shechs the three animals. Tremendous amount of chesed. And they knew that now they were going to go to Stone, which was Anshiroyim Vachatoyim. This land, which was Zaka Stone Vamoira, as we know, the story of the, the daughter of Lot that they once she once did Chesed and they poured honey on her and she died from the bees that were stinging her. They saw how wicked these people were. So they compared the place where they came from to the place where they were going to. And that's uh, they went with with tremendous diligence because they knew they were, this is what they had to do. We have to go. We have to get rid of the ra in the world. That's that's why the pasuk says the klechendu says they come misham anoshim. They got it from that place. They gave them an extra chizuk for what they were about to do. And then the pasuk says something interesting. Avram Avinu, he is going. And he is being malava them. Because as we said before, Rashi says, 
he thought that they weren't angels. He thought they were people. And people, you have to be malava them. The stories, great stories about great gedolim. They were malava other people when they came to their houses. The Indian of Lavoya to be malava people. As we know, the, the, the Indian of Lavoya is to make sure, really, to make sure that they should, people should be safe. It's all part of the mitzvahs of Achnosos Archim. And it could be, that's why the Pesach says immediately afterwards, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Vashem Omar Hashem says, Ah, look at this person that's created in the world. Uh, uh, this Avram Avinu, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha, he does chesed beyond the normal. And the Rebbeinu to a certain extent, the Rebbeinu says, if I created such a, such a, such a human being, who's little, he is like a malach, HaMachasa Avram, is it possible for me to hide from Avram, to give him an opportunity for him to daven and to taina, to try to save them, as we see. Avram Venus Chesed went beyond the normal. He was willing to go and to see, even though he knew that they were Rishoyim, but he said, maybe there's 50, maybe there's 40, maybe there's 30, maybe there's 20, maybe there's 10. He was always looking to see what he can do to help mankind. So that's there could be, HaKadosh Baruch felt at this point, especially in lieu of the, Act which is going to take place, and he saw that the Malachim themselves, they also took diligence that they They also got up and they 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 also saw what they were coming from. So Hakadosh says, "How could I hold it back from Avram? Especially because Avram Avinu the one." And this is a lesson I think for all of us. We think about first of all, we are the children of Avram Avinu. And all of the Midas Tavis that we have till today all emanate from Avram Avinu. And this is really incumbent upon every single father and mother in Klal Yisrael, is that we should teach our children a way, a derech, which is Lasset Tzedakah Mishpat, to do righteous and to do kindness and to do good deeds. And um, therefore, this is a tremendous message. This is, I think, the legacy of Avram Avinu. I was there this week to go to the night before the, the Simcha, we had a Levaya of a, one of my first Rabbeim, Rav Baruch Zaks, Zechat Zadok Avrocha, was a Rebbe of mine in Yeshiva Staten Island. He was the, the Rav of Camp Mogan Avram for over 50 years. And I had another chasen that night, and when I heard that there was a Levaya, they were bringing him from Lakewood, from, Eretz, from America, I decided to have to go to, to Rav Baruch. Rav Baruch was a great, great Talmud Chacham. And... Uh, he gave a geschmack. And one of the things that they said at the Hesped, Hesped was that in Camp Mogan Avram, there was a thing, people, the kids used to sing, we want Rabbi Zaks now, we want Rabbi Zaks. We, they would give it, especially by Shalashudas. And this Rav, it was very Chashver Rav, he would get up on the table and he would sing special Nagunim. And some of those Nagunim resounded till people till today. Mipikel, Mipikel, Yivarach, Yisrael. And he would dance with such fervor. And this was a lesson, a lesson that was given over to his family members and was given over to his Talmidim. And this is a message Avram Avinu is teaching us, the Torah is teaching us, we ourselves should try our utmost to emulate and to bring our children into this world. Some small stories that I saw from the Zilberstein, he said he once went with a certain Ben Torah that uh, uh, had to do something, and Rev Zilberstein went with him. And at one point, uh, they saw it was before Mayrev, around 10 minutes before Mayrev, and the, this Ben Tarev said to Rev Zilberstein, he said, I've never missed a Mayrev uh, 
in the yeshiva, since I got to yeshiva, would it be all right if we went now to the yeshiva and they went, took a taxi? There was a younger man. Rizobashin didn't pay for it. The younger man paid for it to get the taxi in order to get in time to yeshiva. In order to dive, he didn't want to miss out on, didn't want to miss out on Rav Zilberstein said it made, a, it made a tremendous impression upon him to see a younger man, a young Kolo guy that was so interested in making sure that he should dive in the yeshiva on time. There was a story of when he was younger, he said that he learned in the Eitz Chaim Cheder Talmud Torah in Yerushalayim, and there was a certain story, he remembers one day that all of a sudden, those days people didn't have cars, all of a sudden the Malamed of the Cheder of the Kita came in a, what's called a special, a spatial a Mercedes-Benz, he drove up and he got out and all the kids were like enamored with this car. And the Rebbe, <clears throat> no one in those days took taxis. Afterwards, they asked the Rebbe, why did he take the taxi? It was such a big thing to see such a, such a car. So he said he had gotten up early in the morning and he had to take care of certain things after davening. Then when he saw it, that he was going to be late and he wouldn't be on time and he was a Rebbe that always came on time, he said, I have to take a taxi. And the, the children said that they learned from that a tremendous lesson. They knew how much a taxi cost and how much or how little Rabbeim got paid. And still, he was willing to be Meister Nefesh in order to get to the Cheder on time. They taught him the concept, responsibility of coming on time. This is all the man Asher Yitzav, his bon of his Beis I saw t- some tremendous mices this morning. Ah! There was uh, first of all there was a there was a younger man who um, it was a Talmud from Rivshach and he had a child that was in the hospital in Tel Aviv and uh, it was before Yom Kippur and the, the Talmud thought of an idea that maybe he could bring a little chicken uh, bring a little bird into the hospital smuggle it in and he'll do kaparis he'll take the child out onto the porch repess it and he'll do kaparis but he decided to ask Rivshach about it. And if Shach said, Chas Shalom, in a hospital, that people don't, people don't do those things in the hospital. It's not a normal thing to do those things in the hospital. It's not healthy to do those things in the hospital. And I, there's a meaning of kaparis. There's no minhagim. When a person is sick, there's no minhagim. You don't follow minhagim. Then you follow what what's the, the halach is, what you have to do in the hospital to get better. And it's it, it, for sure you shouldn't do it. This younger man said that this lesson had ramifications later on, his own Rebetzin, this person, his own Rebetzin, many, many years later was sick and was in the hospital for a few weeks. And when it came Shabbos in the hospital in America, they didn't allow people to light candles and every Arab Shabbos used to light candles, but she couldn't light candles. And after a few weeks, she said to him, oh, you know, there's an, I see one of the people over here, they went and they lit two candles in a small little place. Maybe it's Kadai to do that. We can light, light the candles. And it doesn't, the smoke doesn't get to the smoke uh, inhalators, uh, the smoke detectors. So he said he remembered that, um, he remembered that Rav Shach had told him that story, that you don't, you do things which are normally, you don't do things which are against the rules and regulations. And this is what's called an inus. And even though we know how important it is for women to white, light candles, but if you're in a place where you can't light the candles, it's called an inus. And therefore, you don't have to worry about it. And he decided not to do it. After we went back to Eretz Yisrael, he went into Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinemann's Zetzal, and he asked him if he did correctly. And Steinemann said, oh, I see you're a Talmud of Shach, and Yavadi, you did the right thing. There was a minig in the Panovich that Bacharim, when they returned 20 years old, they would make a mishmer. They would stay up the whole night and learn. 
and then they would go to the mikvah early in the morning, they would have a masikin, and this is the way they celebrated the 20th birthday. And this particular younger man, when he was 20, he once asked Rav Shach, what does he hold from the minig? So Rav Shach said, I hold the best thing to do on your 20th birthday is to go to sleep and to get a good night's sleep, to get up in the morning and daven with kavana, then go get breakfast, eat a good breakfast, and then go into the base medrash and learn a whole morning seder, and then able to learn another seder in the afternoon till 7 o'clock and to learn a seder musr. That's what a person should do. A person should live a normal life. And if you'll do that, then you'll remember that the most important thing is that's it, to get a good night's sleep and to daven properly and to eat properly and to have kaychas for the learning. I think this is a great message I'd like to give over to everybody, a message that we see from the parsha. And just like Rav Shach, whose memory we remember very, very well, it should be a schus in the Yilav his neshama, it should be a schus for the young couple that just got married, Miriam Tzivia and Shlomo, it should be a schus for all of us. I want to wish everyone a good Shabbos, Mitz Hashem, which should be zeichet a lot of simchas together, and hopefully be zeichet to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkein, and the hair of Yameinu Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.